So don't chat Not about it. anything untoward, but they can see behind the scenes, right? <laughs> right, right. So we are we are live. Um, so we're just waiting uh, okay. to get a few more people on here. Brian and Cindy um, can't quite Cindy. see you. Yeah, yeah kind of. I All we see that. is the dark mystery around you. <laughs> You're shrouded in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> They're in Choshech. <laughs> All right, and are we waiting on anyone else, Karen? <clears throat> I know uh, Truth Seeker, he is not able to make it. And Christopher Finch. Christopher Finch. Oh, no, we lost All right. Brian. Hopefully they'll come back. Yeah, hopefully they'll get back on here. See if they're trying to communicate here. Nope. All right. So again, we're just waiting, everybody. I, I know we're live. Um, you guys can who are watching on Facebook and YouTube, you can get your questions ready and um, put them in the chat so we can answer all the questions of the world right here on right. Next Agers. <laughs> what is the meaning? Yeah. You know, we can answer every question. Doesn't mean it's going to be right. <laughs> and you may get snarky answers i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay well it should be going out now let's double check i don't see it quite I yet i don't see it yet all right it hey, is there it is it's on yeah. our live um so we're just waiting there we go i'm gonna share out yeah, please. And yeah, all of you, please share it to your networks. Yeah. Um, let the people know we are on. Um, maybe I have to refresh because I'm not seeing it quite yet. Yeah. Yeah, just refresh. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, oh, I YouTube. Am yet to okay, oh, I'm, I'm on. on. Yeah, I'm on Facebook too, and I was on the group instead of the page. <clears throat> all right, let me get... Are, you, are we broadcasting in the group, right? Yes. Okay. Did you share it to the group? Out. Yeah, I've already done that. Yeah. Okay. Not about right. anything untoward, but they can see the top so I can get it. Okay. So I think we're good. We got we got two viewers on uh, Facebook already. Yay, wow. two viewers. Oh, there's Michael Basham and, and Brian. Hey, Michael. Yay. Uh, so I do need to make a, an adjustment here. So give me just a minute. Um we are now complete. Can you hear me? Michael and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see us. There we are over there. And let's see here. Let's see. I'm going to and we're live while we're doing all this. Yay. I yeah. know. Well this is this is in-house production behind the scenes, kind of just waiting for people to jump on. So thank you so much for jumping. Okay, replay viewers. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, Michael? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes. Hello. It's been a long time. Hello. Okay. okay. Oh, so we're we're better. Good. I just I know. Uh, it's been forever. <laughs> it has been. It is. It's been too long. Um, but we planned this one, so that was uh, that was something different rather than uh, last minute. You know, yes. right. two days. Hey, everybody. Right, right. So, Michael, where are you? Where Where are you at? It looks like you're in... Um, <laughs> well, uh, 
welcome to my glorious man cave. Yeah. <laughs> I am in a box in the rainforest. I am uh, currently in uh, the wettest place in America, um, homesteading, and uh, just really, really thankful to to have been. I went to Florida, Naples, Florida. I saw some some freedom over there, and uh, my family's there, and we're planning to visit North Carolina, but we're basically starting a homestead here in Hawaii. My lovely wife and baby. Am wow. I, is my internet choppy? Can you hear me? No, it's all good. good. Yes. It's pretty good, okay. pretty good. Yep. So, so I'm just to gonna go back. around real quick um, and just, you know, everybody, Karen Britt, everybody knows Karen. She's been our, uh, our uh, social media person for the last couple years. Awesome to have you here, Karen. Yeah. And then we have the awesome Daniel Jedediah Cook from uh, Mississippi, right? No, Alabama. Oh, Mobile, right? Alabama. Mobile, right. Alabama. You're, you're right there. Yeah. So right um, good to have you on here, Daniel. And then we have Catherine Wang, who has created a sensation on the uh, uh, KT network uh, <laughs> with her message of love uh, and uh, the, the oneness, which has been absolutely fantastic. And we have Berlin. We haven't seen Berlin for a while. I think we missed you the last couple of times, Berlin. I know. I know. Yeah. I miss you guys, I know I do. I, I miss being on KT and getting to chat with everyone and seeing everyone. So hello, it's been, guys. <laughs> it's been a busy season, been a busy season, but good to see you again. And then we have the wonderful Heather from the UK, who uh, was also a co-host for a season. And we'll have yeah. to do some more in the future. Um, About a year, yeah. Gail. What's that? It was about a year. It was awesome. It was an awesome year. Yeah, it was. It was. It really was. And so, so appreciate you and and Berlin who were there in the beginning, helping us get uh, get rolling. And then we've got Brian Culpepper. Now, Brian, I'm trying to figure out where you're at. I don't recognize the background. Uh, I am actually sitting at our kitchen counter, and that is the back of the. Uh, that's where you go out the back door onto the back porch there. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've been to your house. I know <laughs> most of it, but that wasn't uh, anything I was recognized. But Brian and Cindy have um, a wellness center in Mississippi. Uh, we've been there a couple different times now. Just a beautiful place, beautiful couple. You were at the last retreat that we did, as well as Daniel Cook. Uh, both of you were there. That was wonderful having you guys there. And then Michael Basham, the man responsible for all this, because he's the one who um, interviewed Adina and I when Adina and I didn't know anything. And uh, when he was done, he said, you guys should do your own show. Mm -hmm. And we're like, what? Anyway, he's, uh, and Michael, you've actually got a lot of people started. Uh, I think you got um, Martin Smith started and uh, who else have you started? I know there's others that you've uh, inspired to get started on, uh, on the radio or on uh, doing uh, their own podcasts. Well, I don't, I don't keep track, but um, it's, it's been, amazing to see people really take this concept of just interviewing people mystics the ian claytons and the nancy cohen's and the justin abrahams and then just you guys just exploded with like a million people that i've never heard of and nobody's <laughs> known it just like <laughs> i don't know it's um i feel like it's just some we're just here kind of playing soccer with the holy spirit and uh, Eugene Hammonds, who actually yeah. did the boots on the ground work, the 
the signals intelligence marine boots on the ground uh <laughs> spirit agent who we're still in touch with and uh i wish he was here like yeah. this is you you know what you did gil you and your wife it's it was ahead of the whole COVID thing so i mean now everybody has to do zoom <laughs> right all right so yeah done this uh, ahead of everybody well okay so a question i'll start us off with and um karen uh, you're going to keep up with the questions that come in through youtube and facebook right because uh, yeah mm -hmm. i'm i'm kind of uh occupied i don't okay i can only multitask so much here yeah i got all these screens and i'm trying to watch them all all right, so here's the first question I'm going to throw out until we get questions from the uh, uh, listeners. Um, what does the world need now? How's that for a beginning question? And anyone can jump in. What does the world need now? Okay, so I would love to jump in here, if that's okay. Yes, Heather, please. Um, and and I would love to to pull on Brian and Cindy. Hey, guys. Hi. So nice yeah. To meet you guys. I don't think I've actually met you before. Um, and it's great to hear about your wellness center. That is just so awesome. So, so one of the things that I would answer in, you know, what does the world need now? We've had uh, a significant rise of people who have suddenly gotten ill for no apparent reason. And I would be really interested to hear about your wellness center, hear about how the Lord's using that and what's happening in that. Let, let me jump in right quick. Uh, first here, I think what the world needs now is love, sweet love, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is weird. You know, that's the first thing I'm going to go to, right? Uh, but anyway, Cindy's here, and, and uh, I'll let her talk, talk a little bit about the uh, the Wellness Center. And good to see you, Cindy. Glad you could join us. Hi, Gil. Good to see you. Um, yeah, when you, were, when you were saying that, you know, the heart of the land is helping people remember their path back home and their true heart. And so I, I think a lot of what you're talking about, lack of identity is how I've seen it through the years. I know with my own path, lack of identity of who I am, apart from pleasing others, but finding our way back home. And so at, the, at our retreat, what happens is we give people permission to find their space, to find even remember what makes them happy. Because I think a lot of us, I know for me, for 38 years, you know, my happiness came from what I should think made me happy. And so therefore I was pleasing other people. And so that ha that has really been, like Brian says, love, sweet love. You know, once we learn and have permission to love ourselves, everything begins to just come and come back to wholeness. And so that that's kind of my testimony. And that's why I'm very passionate about helping people find themselves and 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 sometimes that that doesn't happen until we're 60 65 years old and then we have that permission to go oh you know i don't really like that and that's okay yeah yeah that's it's so good simple yeah Beautiful. so good thank you now uh daniel you were about to jump in there um did you have something oh, to add only for just a quick second you remember during the retreat uh, there were several times, and Brian, you did it again. We did it again. I don't even have to say anything. I just need to think it and just be quiet because Brian will say it. <laughs> it happened again. It was the first thing that popped in my head was what the world needs now is love. That is deep. <laughs> and I was like, 
there you go. You come right out and said it. Well, and I think um, it's it's good for everybody to know Brian and and Cindy um, uh, are are great musicians. Uh, Brian, you actually worked with Glenn Campbell for years, I think, didn't you? I did. And. Yeah, so if there's a song out there that has lyrics that if somebody says those words, Brian can probably just jump right in and start singing it. <laughs> and apparently Daniel can too. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, someone else. What the world needs now. We've kind of gone through this whole COVID thing. We're not through it yet, but we're we're... You know, we've gone through this crisis that has hit the world and it's changed a lot of things and a lot of... Um, uh, one of the things I believe has happened is we are in the harvest time because we can clearly see the wheat and the tares now. And that's what Jesus said is don't pull up the tares until it's, everything is right. Because once it's ripe, you can clearly see that the wheat is wheat and the tares are tares. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now is we can see fairly clearly where, you know, the darkness versus the light. There's, there, it's just there, this, this massive uh, polarization that has become a lot clearer than it used to be. And um, so what does the world need now? Well, this has been really on my heart and, and I have just had these weeping times with father about stuff. And uh, I, he has led me to do um, a challenge for business owners coming up that what we need, we need to get serious about being boots on the ground in our business because what's going on with the evil being exposed, it's going to take money to fix it. It's going to take projects to rescue the kids who are being trafficked. You know, it, all, it takes money. And we as right. business owners need to step up and start be um, being responsible to transfer that wealth to us so that we can build the kingdom and, you know, combat, literally combat the evil. Now, you guys have probably heard me say this, anybody who knows me, when you establish a business, this is a declaration of war in the spirit realm and because you're going to be taking territory. So we can't do that willy-nilly, and we can no longer just do it the way the world does it. God is calling us into a higher level of responsibility and a higher understanding of, of the spirit world and how we can function in business in it. And it all has to do with our heart and our intimacy. And so this challenge that I'm doing is all about getting into alignment, which means who you are, and your your exact identity and the assignment that you have and then it's getting into position which means being where god is on the journey of your assignment timeline play there's just so many places of that positioning then it's building the structures that it's going to take to handle the responsibility of being a portal for wealth transfer because that's he's not going to just drop wealth on someone who can't handle it so we've got to be able to tear down any structures any any uh patterns of behavior any thoughts any beliefs that were built on lies from the past and we need to build the structures based on truth of him and then we have to build our capacity that our heart has to be expanded to increase that love component because when we're operating in that then the fear can't be there right so that's what the world needs now 
Awesome. Awesome. Coming from our business uh, uh, guide here. So, uh, Chris Finch, uh, good to see you. Glad you could make it. Uh, we're just talking about what the world needs now. And um, I'm just, uh, I got to turn my mic down. I think I'm blasting everybody out, especially when I get excited. Um, so, anyone else got something? Uh, I I just, one of the things that I have, I have just been... Um, you know, it keeps coming up for me is so many people are wanting to do so many things. They're wanting to do, 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 you know, just get out there and do something. And I guess what, what I felt Father was pointing out to me is, is that if you find yourself using any type of darkness, in other words, anger, uh, frustration, you're coming at the enemy with these types of things. And, and the enemy can be anything that represents some darkness. It could be, you know, um, uh, industries or corporations that that are are um, you know not operating the way we would you know expect them to operate in integrity and so forth but if you're coming at them with more darkness I would just say stop stop whatever it is you think you're doing and you need to basically turn back and ask the father what's in me that is allowing this darkness to come out why am I using the enemy's tactics to come against darkness and, um, you know, because uh, so many of us, uh, you know, we do have things. And, and anymore, it's like when I get triggered, I'm like, hallelujah, thank you for whatever you did that triggered me. Because now I know I got to take this to the Father and work on this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to get bent out of shape when we get triggered. But we do probably need to maybe stop whatever it is we're doing so that we're not responding to whatever is going on in that place of being triggered. But rather, we are operating out of love all the time. So someone else. Well, I, I'll just jump in here because this is just fitting so well with the, the book I wrote on living love, which is really yeah. about being yeah. radically loved by God and, and, and growing, <laughs> living in that and living in the reality of feeling loved in the deepest parts of our, of our essence, that deepest kind of connection that we can have with God and how everyone, everything is supposed to flow from that. And I do have to mention, Gail, that our inter- you interviewed me on this book, and it's airing on Monday. So it's so I'm right. That it's a great, great timing for this. It and is. I, yeah, it is. And when I, for me, it was I tried so many different things in my life. I mean, I grew up in the church and was in traditional church, and then I was in the charismatic church, and then I was in whatever we're calling it, the mystic. And I always did everything I was told to do. You know, read your Bible, go to church, memorize scripture, do this. Right, right, right. Do pray for heal the sick. And I did all of that and I studied all of that and I did all that. But it wasn't until I found this deep place of intimacy that I found like, this is what I've been looking for. I can stop my search. <laughs> this is it in the deepest core of who I am. And then when we have that transformation, everything else flows from that in, in joy uh, and peace and love. So, so good. Yeah, that is true. You're you're going to be airing uh, this Monday night uh, with uh, wow. the second interview that I've done with you. And I'll, I'll just say this, that, um, you know, when I first interviewed you, Catherine, I, what you said kind of just went over my head. And, and I actually felt like you were trying to pull us back into the church age. That was my impression the first time I interviewed you. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And then we had you on that Sunday. And when you were sharing on that Sunday, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's something here that I've totally missed. And I was starting to get it. I'm like, oh, man. And then I interviewed you again. And by the that third in, encounter with you, I'm like, okay, this is something I got to engage with. But I want to say, too, 
that I, I'll, I'll, and I've said this multiple times now, but I feel like the people that don't get what you're saying feel like they're being, you're trying to pull them back into the church age. The people that do get what you're saying, if they misinterpret it and if they're not, if they don't really know who they are, they feel like that you're pulling us into new age. And uh, actually, we got a lot of comments from, uh, you know, you know, Christians that don't understand who they really are. And we're um, just, you know, you know, pretty, pretty negative in the sense of calling it new age and so forth. And um, I'm like, they get it, though. They at least get it. Um, so I, I just want to encourage people to go go check out mon- uh, Monday night that's coming up. Uh, that interview is going to go even deeper, I think, into that oneness of what you're talking about and being being actually kind of married to God, which is all through Scripture. God from the beginning was wanting us to become one with Him. To He wanted to marry us. You see it all over in you know Hosea and so forth that He wants to be married to us, and yeah. that is the oneness that He's looking for. So anyway, you describe it beautifully, and um, I encourage people to go check out your 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 shows. So all right, someone else. Gil, uh, yeah, go launching, ahead, off, launching off of that with, with what Catherine just said, uh, I'm going to make a statement first, and then I'm going to follow it up with a question and kind of answer the question with a question. All right. All right. Sounds like a you Hebrew know, thing. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm curious to hear what, uh, what your thoughts are with regards to this. But, you know, just like in a relationship between a husband and a wife, you know, when, when you're first dating, you there's the infatuation and there's the, the love and there's excitement and there's there's all these things that go along with that. And of course, we should never, ever lose that. But I know through time, sometimes we do. And a lot of that has to do with expectations and, uh, you know, setting, setting, setting expectations for the other partner and all that, uh, that ahead of time. So, and then, and then as you get together, suddenly, suddenly it's the, it's the issues between like, you know, well, I don't put my toothbrush there. You put your toothbrush there, you know, and, and that, and that you know, those are the early years. And then my wife and I've been married for, for 35 years. And, and so after a while, now all of a sudden we just, we just think alike because we've, you know, we've, That's we've good. done so many things together, but yet at the same time, we definitely have our own opinions towards something, but a lot of a lot of that came because of that time of intimacy that time of of if you will conflict and then that conflict actually brought about the the inner desire to change something to be able to not stop being who we are which i believe that's that's one of the things that we need right now that the world needs is identity we need to realize who we really are first off but then in that place of, of that connecting, we begin to we begin to operate from from that place of of really learning each other and knowing each other and then being able to rest in the fact that we know and love each other. So that being the case, conflict then isn't a negative. Conflict really can then be a positive because it forces a change in a sense. You see what I'm saying? So you know, when we look at some of the things that are currently going on in the world, and this is my question that I'm following up with that statement. When we look at the things that are going on in the world right now, is it that we're looking at a place of, of a this or that, or are we looking at something where it's a this and that? In other it's words, a thing. <laughs> definitely. 
definitely i give myself a whale time all right but in that (laughs) this and that then then is is uh you know my question is this then if 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 that's the case then how can we use these things that are currently going on in the world to then refocus ourselves in other words relearn some of the, the 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 ways that we've done things before so that really we can get to that place where we're looking from the from the eyes of the father and we're looking through his face and then operating from that place of of being able to see through his eyes yeshua said it all the time i only do what i see the father do and when yeah, we're coming yeah, together yeah. as as one as a god we're coming together uh in that place of of honoring the differences and 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 be able to also operate in that place of of the of the singularity that yahweh has given for us to do and the multiplicity at the same time so you know the question is this does this conflict serve to allow us to uh just again become more of who we've always been meant to be and to really uncover the identity of of who we really are as sons yeah i i i mean personally I, i'm i'm going to just say absolutely um you know the 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 conflict comes when something comes at us where we have thought differently and and all of a sudden it's coming up against our thought process and it it can likely be a stronghold now it could also be a negative thing coming up against a place where we're standing firm in what we believe which where we should stand but all of it to me is a place where we should be asking ourselves what is in me that might be adding to the conflict and possibly what is in me that I need to change mm-hmm. or do I need to stand firm and gently in love figure out how to maybe figure out maybe find out that this thing coming at me is not as bad as I thought and it's a this and that and then we have both things that we begin to work with you know versus a this or that uh, I, I love the Hebrew thinking that we we relook at everything just to begin to understand hey, can these, do these work together? Does it have to be one or the other, or can it be both? And we just find out how they come together. Love that. You know, Gil, it's, it's funny, because uh, that is so Hebrew, what you just said. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Hebrew, what you just said. You know, it's a concept called tikkun olam. And tikkun olam talks about the repair of the world. And, and the, the process that you were talking about as you were going through that in tikkun olam, uh, to make it in the most simplest way that I could put it is if you want to repair the world, you start here first. <laughs> Absolutely. You start yeah, here absolutely. first. And I know Brian and Cindy, especially their their focus is just to do just that in what they yeah. do, you know, in in allowing someone to have that that break and time away to kind of shed all of that uh, all of that stuff that's been there before to then focus on the true identity of what, so what do you guys think, if you don't mind me asking, what are, what are your thoughts about that? Because well, I know it goes right in line with what you guys do. Yeah, I, as you were uh, talking there, Daniel, I, I kept hearing the the, the, um, the scripture where it, it talks about the father sitting as a refiner. Yeah. And, mm. and mm. man, he, you know, it's it's not a matter of, uh, of, of if, it's when, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it, so, so triggers are gonna come and things are gonna come. And we had a, a, a mentor in our life years ago that one of the first things he taught, taught us uh, in our awakening process was that it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens to Boom. you. Right, so, right. 
And so there's no doubt yeah. that, that it, it, you know, every day um, there's opportunity. Cindy says it all the time. There's opportunity to learn from our triggers because, uh, and, and again, Dr. Yeah. Yeah. taught us, uh, he wrote Healing Oils of the Bible. He taught us nothing is going to, is going to come up in your life until that emotion is ready to go. And so that's, that's another thing that we're, we're aware of is that it's just, it's a matter of timing. And so when, when that thing comes up for me, it's like, okay, here it is. I I see you, I I recognize you. And now what do I do? And so that's again, another thing that's really cool for me is to, to be married to someone that can help me with all these tools. You, you know what I'm talking about, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> and next thing you know, we're tapping and doing all kind of cool stuff. So anyway, and, and Cindy probably has some more to share with that. So. Well, the, I've been you know learning this through my own life for years. When a, when a trigger calms, it's a feeling. So usually that feeling, that person, I say it like this, they're playing their part because it's something from my past that I've never cleared. So I look at it now as an opportunity. And the way I do the clearings, I work out of that emotional book. And so it's like, I tell people, cause you know, we always want to tell our story from the negative state. And so when I do the clearings, I'm like, let me, before we start, can I help you remember the true story? And so oh, it, come on. it is the most amazing thing for me every time. It's just like, wow, Lord, you're so awesome. Because normally when I find that word, right, there's a turnaround. There's the other side. And so my passion is like, let's remember the true story. Because without the trigger, right, right. we can't mm-hmm. step into that <clears throat> instantaneous. And, and, the, and the big word for me is I share with people, am I willing? If I'm just willing, then the resistance backs up. But it was funny to me when y'all were talking a while ago, Daniel, I heard when triggers come, you know, there's a phrase that says, wow, that triggered the hell out of me. Isn't that amazing? Because we're in conflict. That is hell that we go through. And so to me, it is such a a divine time right now where (laughs) let the triggers come because that is that's the glory right on the other side yeah yes come on that's it that's it so good (laughs) well uh heather and chris we haven't heard uh, a lot from both of you would love to hear if you have uh something to jump in with yes um it's it's great hearing about those triggers which all of us are dealing with at the moment the lord has i believe taken away the fence so all the fence sitters have to choose one side or the other and 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 conflict has been rising but it's it's also a case of what message are we giving out as well how are mm-hmm. we presenting that could be uh, triggering others very often uh, when somebody explodes in our face where we're mystified scratching our heads thinking what did i say what did i do all of a sudden i've got a volcano in front of me um and and that's the <clears throat> The subject we're going to be discussing tomorrow with Ian Clayton on the Global Arc. Um, uh, what what message are are you giving out? And um, if anybody wants to to know more about the conferences and Global Arcs coming up, ourfathersbusinessalliance.net. So Heather, I encourage you to put that into um, the the comments on both YouTube and Facebook as well. 
so people can uh, click on the link. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Chris. That's very interesting. I was liking what you were saying about triggers because triggers is just like creation where God needs an opposite frequency, tohu and bohu, with chosek upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moving upon the face of the Elohim to launch you into a new creative identity, into your kainos identity in Christ. And I was thinking about not only when you take that trigger and you allow that polar opposite frequency to mature you through the spirit of God, you come into a second Corinthians four alignment where it says when he says um, uh, that uh, death works in us but life in you or life in others so when that frequency is it's a place of tra- you are a place of transmutation as a governmental mountain where you take and I know he's talking about the death of Christ in that context but when you take death or you take that trigger and you for, and you allow it to be transmuted in you, you recalibrate that frequency and cause a quantum entanglement with every area that's around you, but life works in others. So uh, Paul's talking about transmutation and, trans- and recalibrating a frequency that caused you death, but in a while I, be, while I allow the voice of, of Yahweh, while I allow the Holy Spirit to transmute that within me, I cause a quantum entanglement in everything around me. And not only do I bring life within myself, but I begin to bring life in others. Uh, so good. Thank you, Chris. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So Karen, I know that um, uh, if you've got anything to say and add to this, would love you to, to go ahead and do so. And, or let us know what's going on with Facebook and YouTube, because I know we've got a lot of questions coming through, I think. Okay, um, I'll answer questions or give my part later, but we do have a question on YouTube, and it comes from Christy Johnson, and she's a, she's a regular viewer on most of you guys' channels out there. So Christy asks, are we moving into an era where tra- uh, spirit travel through Christ will be the main means of communication for believers all right who wants to tackle that one first i think brian and i proved that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean no joke i mean it's it's been it and brian i and i i I know i'm i i seem to be but when we were at that retreat it was obvious after after several days that there was a i mean because there were there were there was a, a connection with uh with just thought process it to me and we don't know each other that well we've just met during that but there was a cardiogenosis if you will to use justin abraham's term that that because i would think it and five minutes later you'd be saying it you know i was just waiting for everybody else to stop talking so i could say it and i and and you boom you popped right out and said it and uh so it's i believe the answer to that question karen is absolutely in in my opinion when we when we talk about dreams specifically you know, I've I've stopped thinking about dreams, especially now from the way that I used to. Now there are a few times that I do have some pizza dreams that I'm like, where did that come from? But most of the time, my dreams are me going somewhere and doing something. And and I, I was challenged by Holy Ghost into saying, well, who says that you're not going there? Right, right. Just because it's not during the waking hours doesn't mean that my spirit man has not extended beyond its borders of the of the flesh of my skin. As a matter of fact, 
if the veil of my flesh has been rent, and when I when I asked Yeshua into my heart, the veil of my flesh was rent in two. My spirit man has the ability to to be the the as free as it needs to be. But I don't have to necessarily consciously be thinking that I'm going somewhere. Although I have had that happen a couple of times, uh, I can I can be in my dreams and still be doing the same thing. So. I think that's already begun and, and probably increasing as we begin to uh, as we begin to realize who we really are in, in Yahweh. It, it's funny that, that you ask that because um, I'm teaching a, a little mini course, just a three session course on cloud of witnesses over the next couple of weeks. And this coming week, we're talking about that very thing. And we're going to talk about how to connect. I call it connecting with people's essences and the essence of who you are, but it's the same thing you're talking about our spirit and someone else's spirit connecting how do you do that i think we actually all do that if if you've ever like read a book or heard someone talk and you kind of get a gut feeling like about oh yeah this this is good or this isn't good it's that what what your gut feeling i think is connecting with is what's inside them right and you're making that connection but what we're going to talk about this coming week is how do you amplify that signal basically so that you have more than just a gut feeling that you can actually enter into an encounter where you can talk to them and ask them questions that I've gone all over the heavens being mentored by people and asking them questions and people have come to me and ask me questions. It's a spirit to spirit kind of encounter. And, and how do you do that? And it can be very life changing. And I think our spirits know how to do that and that you don't yeah. have to teach your spirit. You, we just have to kind of amplify the signal or open the portal, so to speak. And your spirit absolutely knows how to do that. Oh, yes. I'd like to come back to what her actual question was. Was She said it was the main means of communication. And I just don't think we're there yet. I think we have it in us. Some of us are doing it. I know I've been practicing um, seeing things, delivering messages, giving things to people in the spirit for about a year. And I've had, uh, you know, hit and miss success. And I just don't think that it can be the main uh, means of communication, especially since there's not a lot of believers, she says believers, on board with what we're doing. And I think that there's a, that we've, we've got a, there's a big learning curve and a ramp up to having a tipping point where we can actually do what we are going to be able to do. And we're going to have to be able to do when we're underground, but I don't think we're there yet. We, we have to just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep practicing. And like uh, Catherine is saying, like teach it to people, get people on board, get more people doing it because as we raise the awareness and raise the frequency and raise the real 3D fruit, it's got to manifest. It's got to look like something. As we do that, I think that it will accelerate exponentially and then at that point, it can become the main way of communication for believers. Mm, yes, I, I agree with that. Um, Amen. I believe that we need to be practicing our place in and with the Lord, experiencing that place first. Because uh, with all the experimentation, unless we first go up into yes. him, we actually don't know where we are ending up and which spirit is operating through us. So there's a, a, a really big opportunity for deception, but uh, lots of people don't realize we are invited up into him. 
And so many of us have had our spirit seeing shut down. But if we keep on practicing going up as an act of the will and belief in faith, our sight of that starts to open. So now for about three, four years, I have just been uh, leading a global community in Yeshua up and just articulating and we come up, Lord, through the veil that you tore for us, Yeshua, above everything of this world into your glory realm, Father. And as I've been articulating that, I've been seeing it. So I think that is the place to start because he is our first destination. And then where we go after that is in Christ. Very good. And I, I, I agree with pretty much everything you guys have been saying because, uh, yeah, Berlin, we're, we're not there yet. We And yes, we absolutely need to continue practicing. And sometimes we're practicing things that we really, if we're honest, we have no clue what we're doing. And yeah. so we're just, we're practicing. <laughs> we're just, we're just, we have to be willing to risk a little in order to try new things and find out what's going to work and what's not going to work. And that's part of what I believe, you know, with Kingdom Equipping Center and Kingdom Talks that we're trying to release people to have the freedom to try some things out, you know, led by Father, but try some things out that maybe, uh, uh, you know, you think may help in that journey and in that practice. And, you know, one of the things I've shared probably a couple months ago now, but I really believe, and Daniel, you and I talked about this yesterday, in fact, that, um, you know, it says that God is love, God is spirit, God is fire. So, you know, and I've you know put this equation together. I need to do a slideshow on it. But basically the idea is that if God is love, if it's love, if it's true love, then it's God. If it's true spirit, then it's God. If it's spirit, then it also must be God, I mean, light, because God is light as well. So if it's spirit, it's light. If it's light, it's spirit. If it's energy, it's spirit. And if it's energy, we know from Einstein that, uh, you know, E equals MC squared, everything that has mass is energy. And then there's also the energies that we aren't even aware of. We know our thoughts have energy. We know there's light spectrums that are energy that we can't see. All this stuff is out there. And so what I was sharing was the fact that when we're engaging in the heavens and we're closing our eyes and our thought process is taking us into different realms, that is a projection of confined energy. may not be visible there. It may or may not be visible, but we are projecting ourselves into those places and we are practicing this form of communication and form of transportation. And, uh, you know, when I was in the middle of that, uh, I, I shared when I wrote this that there was an angel standing by and I'm like, how do I take my body? I want to take my body. And the angel's like, why do you want to do that? When you are literally projecting yourself and you have in your DNA, God has already placed every key to every dimension and every realm oh. that there is. And we're waking up to it. We don't understand it. But we're, we're beginning to see that, yes, we can go into these other realms. And maybe, if there were a reason to, you could take your body. But you don't have to because you are actually projecting your energy and forming in confined energy, whether seen or unseen. It's there. And so even in the dreams, you're there. What your spirit's doing at night or any other time, it's there. Uh, you know, we talk about having angels around us all the time. That's confined energy, but it's just in a spectrum that we cannot see or feel or sense necessarily. But as we, you know, become more and more aware, we're waking up, 
we begin to see that more and more clearly. So, anyone else? Gil, I think, I think this is absolutely true um, when you're talking about the angels in an unseen realm. It's just unseen because we're not vibrating there yet. Right, right. So what you were talking about, uh, what Braylon was talking about, I think is true also in, in that, you know, I call it a vibrational match. The right. Qu the question, uh, the original question there is, is to me, it's, it's what I call it. It's a vibrational match. And the cool thing is that, is that, you know, we're seeing and I are seeing this with not only uh, with not only believers, but with unbelievers as well. These, these guys are tapping into some things too. And it's not all darkness just because they're uh, what we would deem an unbeliever. It's not you know what I'm saying there, but they're tapping into the light, which is Christ. I can't get it. We can't get away from the father. He's with us everywhere we go. And right. Then, right. So again, the, the vibrational match to me is an important thing because if we keep our vibration at a, at a higher level, then we will begin to draw, as David Vancouvering said, we will begin to draw those to us, and that's in the spirit. And then, then these meetings will take place, or, or, or these dreams will happen, or uh, just really cool stuff like that. So anyway, just uh, I just kind of wanted to throw that in, into the mix, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Michael, uh, did you have something? I know you've been yeah, chatting in the store. The I can see you Sorry, on I've Facebook been, uh... and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's great talking with y'all. It's just there's so many great ideas and things in this in this call that um, it really reminds me of the New Jerusalem, like how we've got so many saints and angels and beings that we don't even know exist. I mean, they're in the Bible, wisdom, an ancient one that it delights in the sons of men. And it's just a huge party. So welcome, you know, come on over to my house. I'm starting a restaurant, the New Jerusalem, whenever you guys feel like it. <laughs> and to answer the question, I think, um, and really what we're doing at the Fringe Radio Network, that's been uh, my focus recently is, is working with Johnny McMahon. I got to meet him. He came to Big Island, Hawaii. And we just cruised around and we drove around like the 11 different climates that are here. And it's just, it's, it's gorgeous out here. And we talked about um, really what, what this, this dialogue is all about. It's like, what does the world need? What are people um, really needing? And kind of the vision with bringing the mystic Christianity, I guess, more or less what we're dealing with here to the whole fringe Christian movement, the info war movement is I listen to a lot of podcasts every day while I'm working or whatever I'm doing. And it's like, there's a lack of answers. There's a lot of like Jim Caviezel just mentioned the child kidnapping, you know, all the, the deep military bases and the Hollywood pedophile things. And, and then people get into QAnon and they get into all this different stuff, but it doesn't go anywhere. Even if they did round up all these people and they put them in jail, what next? And what we're doing here, what especially you guys are doing, is bringing that connection to God and the love of God and the visions of heaven that people really need because as the world is falling apart and believe me, you know, COVID will go away, but then it'll be like mm. aliens are here now and they're it's God okay. and whatever. I mean, look how yeah. many people bought the stupid mask lie garbage. Like they just went along with it. So the new world yeah. order and the Illuminati is like, gee, that was easy. Right? I guess we'll do the alien <laughs> thing now. <laughs> they're going to totally believe that. And the that's where all the, yeah. and the yeah. vaccine and, you know, and look, I don't want to get your channel banned. 
so I'm not going to go there. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, band. yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I'm not on YouTube anymore. I'm just doing podcasting on Fringe Radio Network. But if we have the heavenly vision, we, we will see that God is transforming us, even as by some means people's DNA is getting changed by something, by some people. We are being changed, and we're all sinners. Okay, look, mm. I see in the chat, people are, like, struggling with condemnation. Like, we're worthy to go in. So forget working. I mean, spirit travel, you're not going to jerk and still get a vision of heaven, you know. But we're still, through the blood of Jesus, given access into the kingdom, and that is what I believe the church needs and the world needs us. The world needs the church. The world needs disciples pray and ask for more harvesters. So you guys are doing a great job. All of y'all, if anybody wants to start a podcast, fringe radio network, we're looking. So join us. Awesome. That's so good. I I really agree with that Gil. You know what the world needs now is the same as what the world needed 2000 years ago. The world is groaning, waiting for the sons to arise into the government that Christ has died to give us, into benevolent government, into the kind of government that is love, into the kind of government that will bring the the right things forward. And and we need to be whole before we are safe governors. So we need to stop triggering and and trying to kill each other before the Lord can actually... (laughs) So everybody needs to go see Brian and Cindy, everybody in the world, so they can get their triggers taken care of. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, is uh, I I don't have a Facebook feed anymore. Tech question. Is anybody else having problems with Facebook? Mine, I can't get it to come up anymore. Looks like it's on for me. All right. That's all I need to know. We're good. So continuing on, what else do you guys have on your heart? And are there any more questions, Karen? Actually, I have one I person was commenting on what we were just talking about. Can I just? Okay. okay yeah, go ahead. So, so Anwar was trying to talk, was talking about taking your body with you as you go on the heavenly travels. And I would say we're not there yet. Slow your roll. We need to bring heaven to earth. And what you're trying to do is bring earth to heaven. <laughs> So we need to learn how to manifest, like when we see something in heaven that God wants us to bring and we check in with him and we see what he's doing, we need to be able to manifest that on earth. And what does that look like to land that before we're talking about, oh, I need to take what I see here on earth. Like I'll take my stuff with me. Can I just bring this? It's like the, you know, Steve Martin in uh, the jerk when he's like, I got to take this and I got to take this and then go into heaven, you know? So Let's bring it down before we try to take it up. Totally. All right. Yes, that's just awesome. So, Karen, and did you have any other questions that you saw? No, I, I see a lot of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> There's more going on in YouTube and Facebook than here. <laughs> that it's is funny. Awesome. It's because we're too Christian, guys. We need to get more like, be like a Fox News CNN panel where everybody's talking over each other like um 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 let me s- i have a point um, um i'm gonna cut you off right now for no reason um 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 <laughs> Just I, I, um. Do, um, I do want christopher finch to um 
to share more because he yes. just recently um, was on a show with me um, the other week, and he brought up some really great topics. He was talking about old technology, people praying in the spirit. It must be that it's dropping, it's dropped off a lot for Christopher to bring that point up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chris. Oh, I, All right, Chris, let's hear it. I just, I, I just want to speak my own opinion. The lie that praying in the spirit is old technology. Now it says when we <laughs> pray in the spirit, we speak what mysteries. Yes. Well, if yeah. you understand all mysteries, awesome. You need to be teaching me because I sure don't understand all mysteries. So okay. guess what? I think I need to continue praying in the spirit Amen, so I can brother. begin to recalibrate Good. those mysteries into my yes. DNA and to pull it down from the kingdom of heaven into my DNA. Because yes. when you pray in the spirit, that becomes a part of you. You are assimilating that energy or that, that <laughs> ethos of Yahweh into your very cell system and DNA, bringing you to a point of birthing from your foundation, your yeso, because the kingdom of God, you look at that as feminine, the kingdom of heaven is masculine. So it's it's got to arc to be able to birth through something in you to pull it out from in you. That's what praying in the spirit does. It, uh, it strengthens your foundation to, yeah. uh, we're leaving the foundations. We're trying to go all over, skip the, like, yes. we can't, you know, I know it says uh, in Hebrews, it doesn't say to forget the foundation. It says moving on from the foundations, but, but so they're, they're solidified within you, then I can move on. We have to be able to, uh, and I think another thing, taking the word of God, yes. fl flooded it in yourself, getting the technologies from what the Lord's showing you in the spirit. Because if I don't, ha if I don't have a place, if I have an encounter and I can't show you in the word or show you somewhere or have an arc or have a grid for that then my encounter is only for me and then i'm trying to teach something i don't have a grid for but if i can take it i promise you and i can pull it out of the word or pull it out of the something like that then i can not only teach myself but i can show you access for the technology and allow you to take it yes. and i'm thinking that we're just leaving a lot of us we're trying to uh just we're trying to run before we can walk is something like that so yeah. it's it's just strengthening your foundation this is the core zion is vibrating in a frequency i have never seen over the earth right now and that and what that's doing that's testing the foundations that frequency is trying to arc yeah. that foundation within you and that's and it's it's going to it's going to I mean, Yahweh's not leaving a choice. He's asking you to strengthen your foundation. And that's, that's these, yeah. stop calling stuff old technology. That's yes. <laughs> well, Christopher, I. Where did you find this guy, Gil? He's awesome. <laughs> yes. Christopher, I, I, I can't agree with you more. I, one of the things that, you know, Adina and I have really, you know, wanted to do is, is make things practical. And and unfortunately, I feel like in this movement, there's so much of the chasing for the sensationalism. It's like, you know, that was fun. That was good. Let's go to the next thing. And and it's like people, uh, you know, that's why I said earlier, it's it's if you're doing all this and you're getting triggered, you're still getting triggered. Come back, come back to Earth <laughs> and and look at what's in you, because you can't really be I just can't believe that you can take that stuff into the heavens. You're not going to be able to take it there and not have consequences that that could be a whole lot uh, more than we would really expect. But, but just that we need to, as you said, Heather, 
we've got to make sure that our own heart is in the right place. I do not believe Father's going to release to us the full power and authority when we've still got stuff in us that can get triggered. Because, hey, if you had all the power and authority and you get triggered and you say, I hate that, <laughs> be gone with you, and you, you just blow away a whole family or, you know, whatever, because you got triggered for an instance, and then you realize, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, I would, <laughs> you yes, Bill, I would just like to, to piggyback on that because... It's not a future thing. It's a current thing. Christians now who are going into a, a realm of the spirit are actually agreeing against each other and producing word curses. Yeah. And those word curses are actually um, yep. causing uh, discomfort and problems for other people. Yeah. It, it is real. We do have power. We are made as uh, creative beings and it's really important as chris said to come back to our foundations the word of come god on. is never going to become outdated and we right. need to to actually start where we should be like for example in the community recently i have been dealing with two different instances of people who are perfectly happy to ascend and yet think it's okay to have have sex places before marriage, yeah. outside of marriage, like, you know, where is that coming from? Right. So we, we definitely have to be spending our time in the intimate place with the Father, the Son, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, and gaining from that an understanding of who we really are and how we should be acting. Because to me, when people do that, it is a big sign that they really don't know who they are because who we are reflects very closely to who Jesus is. Yes. And if we're doing stuff that doesn't reflect who Jesus is, then we're not there yet in understanding our identity. Yeah. So oh. we all have a lot of work to do, but we're moving in the right direction. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, Karen, questions from YouTube. Oh yeah, we have one. We have one. What is the frequency of God? What is it? Can I, can I answer this one? Sure. Uh, it is love, absolutely. But I would also say that, honestly, we, we can't answer that beyond that, probably. Now, you may have some other ideas you can throw in there. What's that? He, yeah. He's, to me. Oh. But again, we don't know. We say that, and it makes sense. I like that. It makes sense. But I don't know. Now, I would say he is a frequency of love because he says, God, he says of himself, I am love. Mm -hmm. So I definitely could believe that. I personally believe that, yes, he is every frequency. Um, and I'll just stop there. I could go on and on. But what, what does anybody else have to say on that, if okay. anything? Wendy um, is asking, can you explain the arcing of male and female, earth and heaven? Anyone got ready to tackle that? Chris? That was ahead, Christopher. Yeah. Oh, Chris, you said. Yeah, yes, Chris is the one Chris. that said that. Yeah. All right, Chris, you're on. Oh, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna put me in some deep Kabbalistic waters, aren't you? Come <laughs> <That's> <laughs> forward, I got your back, man. I got your back. I'm chilling afterwards. All right, in Hebraic <laughs> principle, everything that receives, uh, anything that receives is on the left is on the left side is the feminine aspect everything that is giving is the masculine that's the right side that's uh 
is the masculine aspect. So at the sense, when I'm receiving from the Lord, when I am in a uh, place of reception from the Lord of revelation, I am in a feminine side aspect of that. So I am in the heavens. I'm receiving the seed of Yahweh into me. But when I'm on the, when I'm beginning to give, I actually become into a male aspect. So the, the, the mask, the, the merging of male and female is actually being able to receive and being able to give simultaneously. Then you begin to arc the male and female aspect in God and become one, you know, even in the, uh, when we were birthed, even in birthing, because man came into existence as male and female and you want to go into some of the deeper Torah writings when you even before you were birthed you're still coming from a place of male and female one and then you're separated when you go into your seed but in the sense i i would say to arc it is to when you when you come from a place to where you're constantly receiving and giving then you've arced male and female in christ then the kingdom of god is arced with the kingdom of heaven and that jacob's that becomes a god or Jacob's tower and angels descend and ascend upon that. And you're simultaneously <clears throat> giving and receiving. And you have to acknowledge that. And the first step of acknowledging that is I don't live to myself. I don't live to myself that everything I do, every choice that I make, every decision that I make, it just doesn't affect me. And I'm affecting someone else in this world. I'm giving as I receive. And if I can just, if I can be in constant state of awareness and I'm not trying to put condemnation on anybody, I'm just saying that I don't live to myself. We don't have that awareness. A lot of times why we can't travel or communicate in the spirit because we're trapped in a realm of self. And I see everything from a viewpoint of myself. So if I'm going to connect with someone else, I have to come outside of myself and see from another perspective where I can begin to connect with them. So I, I am just, I'm just trying to keep it simple as possible. Arcing male and female in Christ and then one in, in a cod is coming. I'm coming from a place where I can give and I can receive at the same time, simultaneously in a cod in Yahweh's heart. I hope that's okay. Yeah. Can I back, yeah, no, go ahead, I Daniel. back you up? Yeah, can I back him up with that? Because, you know, let's let's take it, let's take a little bit of scripture in here and let's go to Genesis. And when we go to the the place where where Yahweh created man, Yahweh created him male and female created he them. Those two words in the original Hebrew are Zakar and Nekaba. And so when you look at this, Zakar is, is you know, uh, something that we're familiar with because it talks about uh, Zechariah, Yahweh remembers. And so one of the things that we see is the remembrance. But Zakar also is, can be seen as one who gives. Uh, if you will, we could go to, we could go into the anatomy and physiology, but I don't think it's necessary in this, in this surrounding, but you get, you can go where I'm, uh, you can kind of catch where I'm, where I'm going here. Nekaba then is the the one who needs to be filled and, or the one who, the place of the filling that, that uh, Christopher was talking about. And I heard a question the other day that really sparked uh, something. And they said, what was the rib that was pulled from Adam? Well, if you go back to what Christopher says, and and what and what the and what the Hebrew perspective is in this, it wasn't that it was a rib per se that that Yah, that God formed Eve from. If the two were together as one, they were both, and that's what Christopher was just saying. In that original state, they were both giving and receiving at the same time. And we talk about original intent. It's a giving and a receiving, and the arcing of the two as one. 
Now, a little bit later in Genesis 2, we've got the place where Yahweh removed the feminine side from Adam. So if you will, the two became, in a sense, incomplete. And as they come back together, they're completed as one again. Does that make sense? So in other words, you know, when we talk about hormones, I've got, you know, a preponderance of testosterone, but I still have estrogen and progesterone that are still inside of my body. So I have a feminine aspect that's still there, although testosterone rules out of that. Ladies, it's the other way around. You still have testosterone, but it's a preponderance of estrogen and progesterone that are, are moving inside of your body. So that's the proof in the physical sense that we were together as one in that place of Genesis 1. So even as we come together in the relationship, there is an arcing even in our relationships here on the earth. But remember, just as Christopher was saying, we are also the bride of Christ. And, and so there is a giving and a receiving and an arcing in that place as well. Echad, that place of us being one, is us operating in that there's going to be times where I may give and there's going to be times where, there, where I may receive from each one of you. If I can see that there is a treasure in each and every one and that there's a treasure in me, that treasure is meant to be shared. And that's where the exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think comes from. Yahweh's saying, I've already given you exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. Look, it's with you. It's in you. And as we operate, as we arc together as that one, we're operating from that place of the echad that he was talking about. If I can add, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. And I, if I can add to that, um, that, that's a beautiful explanation of the Hebrew. And a lot of people we'll see that not only with Adam and Eve, with Adam and Eve being created male, female, one, and then God separated the, the feminine out of, of Adam. And so you had the, the two who, who had been one flesh, then they got separated into two, but then they can rejoin, God said in marriage, the two flesh can become one flesh again. And that's, you know, this beautiful, wonderful act of marriage. And that's what it talks about in Genesis. But a lot of people are seeing that that's sort of this meta story to, to God and us. And that, you know, just like God created Adam and, and and he looked around and he didn't see anyone like him. And God said it wasn't good for, for Adam to be all by himself. A lot of people are seeing that that's kind of this parallel that went on with God. He was the only one in all of creation like himself. And so how did he solve that? And he says in Genesis, let me create someone like myself. But he did what he did for Eve. So for Eve, he didn't create out of nothing. He didn't speak something into existence that hadn't already existed he took what he had already made and just separated formed it into eve and so what he, when he, god created us he didn't take he took, he created our bodies that was a new thing but our spirits were already they were in god he breathed his spirit into us so he didn't create our spirits aren't created they they're you know have always existed and so our spirit which used to exist inside god then got breathed into natural dust on the earth natural creation and so you had the, the, the two that used to be one, God's spirit used to be one, and then got separated into two. You have God outside of natural creation. Now you have God inside natural creation. But, and this is what the Bible says, the two spirits can become one spirit again. And, and, and that's like what the Bible calls marriage is the analogy the Bible uses most often. So it's a beautiful thing. And and we see the, this marriage on the earth, the two flesh that used to be one separated out now can become two. It's a picture of our spiritual union, spiritual journey 
we used to be one spirit with God. We now are, are a living, breathing sp divine spirit in natural creation. And we can unite with the spirit of God outside of natural creation and become one again. It's a beautiful, wonderful, um, loving thing to do that. Honor, and honor. I love, um, you know, Catherine, again, I encourage people to go go watch the show, get her book on that, because you go into it in such great detail, just describing. Um, and and so, you know, we've been in this mature son movement and we probably have a ways to go. But what does a mature son do when it is when he is mature? He will eventually go out and get married. And so the mature son, and that's also when we read Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, we see that the incubator for the mature sons is there. It's the, it's the apostolic, you know, it's the fivefold. But it also says very clearly, it won't need to be there the whole time. And once we become mature sons, then we marry and we're back into that union with our God, which mm -hmm. I, I love that. And you do a great, incredible job of describing that in, in your book and, and on the shows. So, yeah. hey, welcome, Derry. Good to see you. Hey. Glad you could make it, man. Yeah, I had to hurry in back. The house. <laughs> hey, Gail. Okay, yes, Heather. That stupid birthday party back. <laughs> May I just come back to the question briefly about the heavens and the earth? And yes, go ahead. One of the things that Chris alluded to, the heavens, Hashemayim, is a masculine word in the Hebrew, and the earth, Aretz, is a feminine word in the Hebrew. That's cool. No, that, that, that I mean, that, that's phenomenal just that you say that because it, it so connects everything that chris was saying and that daniel were saying that the the giving and the receiving that we need to be the receiver uh, is on earth and that heaven we're bringing stuff from heaven which is giving into the earth realm uh, thank you for that because that makes a lot of sense that helps put it together so so awesome. now in torah if you want to really get mystical now you know why abram said to sarah tell me you're my sister because he's worried about his body explain uh, a little more i see i Ellen, see uh that's eyes going huh that's his wife yes <laughs> the malkut he's the he's in the heavens and the stars so he says say he's not scared you think a man that took so so many people to fight five kings is scared of pharaoh he's not scared he's worried think about him and sarah's one that's one flesh He's worried yeah. about his body. He's worried about birth, anything birthing something other than him through the, the mouth. Oh, there's oh. a miss. There's okay. a myth. So though in Sarah and Torah, it's really deep when he's worried, say you're my sister because he doesn't want anybody using his body, something to birth something else through. I mean, I know it's a little deep, but it's, it's, it's a <laughs> lot deeper than just, you know, say he's my sister. If you're thinking about them as one flesh, that is his body. Very good. Yeah. All right. Deep, deep. Okay. Very deep. This is any more a great questions? Topic. I, I don't go see ahead, Michael. Any. Karen, have you seen any questions? I don't see This is any. such a good topic, though. When you find one, say it. But I just thought, like, the parables of Jesus, you know, he is trying to explain something that's so out there, but using just day to day stuff. And there was a documentary recently about the Galilean wedding protocols, and that's exactly what we're going into with this uh, this end time scenario. Is just the the day and the hour, no man knoweth but the Father. That's what they used to do in Galilee in the weddings. It was you had to go to bed with your wedding garments on, keep the oil ready, and 
etc but it's like god is leading us into a time where we're gonna lose everything that we used to know people like me that's great good riddance i never had a life in this world anyway like i've been traveling asia japan china i'm starting a podcast in chinese and japanese too bible study practice your chinese everybody but wow. i'm wow. just like kind of wow. waiting for this end time to happen since 2004 since i was like 20 like and now it's here and people are like michael stop saying the end of the world that's so negative i'm like no you don't understand the timeline like we just got to go through like this short little period of time and then jesus shows up like why are you depressed about that well i kind of like my life but oh you know i wanted to have a career up under my lamborghini i'm like does your lamborghini fly or time travel no i don't think so like <laughs> i want the secret space program stuff that's why i'm excited about the super soldier stuff like we Christians, we have the ability, like Ian's been teaching recently, well, he's been alluding to, bilocational stuff. So how do you go to the heavens? You've got to have many bodies of course, man, at least five. How are you going to go to the Mars and, and Jupiter? And you've got to have many bodies. And I'm like, whoa, that's exactly what the new agers are talking about. So that's why on next agers, we got to take that stuff back. This language about female and male, the, the new agers are dominating that. Christians need to take that back. So anyway, that was my ramble. You guys got anything? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Thank you, Michael. Awesome. Well, I think we need a new question because uh, I know it's hard jumping right in the middle. And, and so Derek just showed up right in the middle of that one. Um, so a question. Yes. Well, let's just ask Derek what he thinks mm. about what's Put him on the spot, huh? Most I don't needed in the world today. What's most needed in the world today? What the world needs now. Some salt. <laughs> salt in their lives. Some, you know, some Christ. Some spirituality in the good kind. The kind that's tangible, that has real world results. You know? There we and, go. And here we are. Amen. You know, here we are. So we're, I think we're the manifestation of that. That's what we need. Just show them, showing them some, some things that they can use. And that's all, you know, everything that we do, I think, is created out of that. Something that's... Uh, super deep and, and spiritual, but yet practical at the same time to, uh, you know, birth that that awe and that wonder of the creator and knowing that you're not alone, knowing that you're not forgotten. That's the gospel is that, you know, you're seeking God, but at the same time, he's pursuing you and he has pursued yeah. you through the person of Christ, which is love. And so I think what we're doing in all of our facets and the way that we do it a little bit differently, but coming together and celebrating our differences is exactly what the world needs come on come on so i just want to point out to people who maybe are watching or will be watching that um, i love the fact that we have different ends of the spectrum represented here in in the christian walk now i will say we probably don't have any uh, staunch fundamentalists but we ask we have some very very hebrew to uh uh i i don't want to say i'm going to say next agers i'm going to put that put it that way because um the, we're not New Age, although some would think we are. Uh, we may have a lot of agreements with what the New Agers are doing because they're simply engaging in, in you know, with what uh, Father's created. And the church has said no, but we're, we are taking it back. I've seen the comments there, but we are taking it back. And uh, it's ours to have. It's, it, was meant ours, it was meant to be for us anyway. So yeah. I love that we've got different spectrums, different people on here with different points of views and um, that we love one another and we can sit here and talk about it and share our point of view and not have to argue anything. We have yes. a question. So, Great. 
Um, uh, before the question, Gil, I haven't met Derek. Would you introduce him, please? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Derek is known as the Truth Seeker. You will find him uh, in multiple places. He's actually got a, a quite a large podcast uh, that he's been running on YouTube for quite a few years. So, uh, um, you know, I it's funny because my admin that we currently have first heard of Derek as the Truth Seeker and was watching a show. And through that, I think it might have been a show that we did with you, Derek. And so they got connected with us and, and now they moved to Colorado Springs and working as our admin. So uh, uh, beautiful thing. But Derek has uh, Derek. Why I, I'm going to I could talk about you. But if you want, um, what would you prefer me to tell everybody what I think about I, you? Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. Because I really, really appreciate you, Derek. I've uh, I've loved you since the time we met. And and actually, again, this is a thing from Michael. Michael said, hey, have you checked out the Truth Seeker? And I looked at his podcast. And I'm like, oh, heck no. Because uh, <laughs> the image that he has there is not what most Christians are going to be drawn to. But yet when you talk to Derek, you realize I, I can tell you he's probably one of the most conservative Christians on this call right now that's on this board so I, I can i can say that that he's got the love of god all over him and what he does is he is not afraid to engage with uh the 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 people that he used to you know be very closely related to and he just goes into that arena and so you'll find on his podcast he's got witches and warlocks and new agers and you name it he's got them on there but his purpose is to bring the love of god into those realms and so uh it does freak out a lot of christians because uh, they're, that's not their calling. But I, I just, man, I love you because you're able to just step into that and bring the love of God into those arenas. And most of us are not, we're not there, but that's your call. And that uh, I appreciate you and love you for doing that. Honor, Derek. Thank you. And it's good to meet you, Heather. And, and Catherine, I think this is our first time. And maybe even Christopher, good to meet you guys. Yeah. So, uh, and then Heather runs the, uh, Heather, why don't you tell a little bit about what you do so people can know where to find you? Yes. I lead global community in Yeshua and, and you can find me on Facebook to, to connect with that. I also lead our father's business Alliance, which is, um, connected to, to Ian Clayton and, um, to us actually becoming governmental sons economically, as well as having a spiritual mountain. Very good. And keeping it short, let's just go around. Kath, uh, Karen, why don't you share wh who you are and where they can connect with you? Okay. First of all, I'm on the KT team uh, mm -hmm. in the graphics department and uh, social media. And we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I also have the East Coast Hub, the Elastic Army Band Live Talk. I air shows from time to time. We also are in the worship realm. And right now we're uh, writing uh, three new songs that we're getting ready to put out soon. And I've put out um, partial pieces of our first album now on our website at www.theelasticarmy.com. So All right. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you, Karen. All right, Daniel Jedediah Cook, give a little, tell everybody what you're doing. Uh, well, we uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook as well with uh, Daily Hebrew Declarations. It's we started this several years ago in the in a place to honor my wife and the declarations she was writing, and uh, really our ministry was birthed as a result of of, of all of that. 
Uh, we also have, we have two schools, uh, the School of the Living Letter Year One and the School of the Living Letters Year Two. And we're gonna be launching our Living Letter Mentor Series. These are short courses uh, for the, to, to learn more about the Living Letters. Uh, the, the two that we're starting in uh, May the 6th are gonna be one specifically for the Asia and Pacific region that's gonna be at a time that's best for them. Uh, 8.30 Malaysia time. And then uh, we've, we're also doing one in UK and South Africa. Again, for a time that is beneficial for them about, I think it's 7.30 UK time uh, that we're gonna be doing uh, that that mentor series. And that's a great way of, of being introduced into kind of the, the understanding of the Hebrew living letters, because one of the beautiful things about them are their individual. I'm gonna have one revelation. I'm gonna share my revelation. But part of our classes is to pull that together and say, hey, what is Yahweh showing you about that same living letter? Because we all need to hear those different That's perspectives good. and begin to yeah. then take Hebrew words and dig deeper and find out more about Yahweh. When I when Yahweh first took me in and I'm, I'll, I'll be quiet after this, but when Yahweh first took me into the letters, I was looking for him. And the more I looked into to finding him. The more he turned around and said, oh, but wait, this letter represents you, and this is how it represents mm. you. And it just built confidence. So that's awesome. so good. Yeah, so good. I'd like to, I... to honor Daniel just just for a second. Um, I have been uh, teaching Arafat in terms of reading basic Hebrew. Anyone who wants to find out about the, the mystical beyond uh, a basic uh, understanding prophetically of the letters, I've been referring up to Daniel, and they have been having a wonderful time. So, highly recommend. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, uh, Catherine. Catherine Wang, and I am a co-founder of Age to Come University, and you can find us at hupuniversity.com. We have classes and resources that basically help people to step into the fullness of who we are, kind of the, the heavenly version of ourselves. We have a couple of classes available on Kingdom Talks Media. We have some free resources, some, just a bunch of um, different things we're developing. So we'd, we'd love to connect with you if, and see if any of our stuff interests you. Awesome, awesome. All right, and Berlin. Uh, Karen, did you have some questions? Maybe we can do a question and then come back to me. Well, we can keep moving. Uh, Brian and Cindy, go ahead. Well, we have a private retreat in Mississippi, and the mission is finding our way back home to our true heart. And we do individualized retreats. And so Brian works with a lot of frequency. He has some beautiful music, all I'm sure about that. But we have a land space, and so we, we connect people back to the earth, and we're really blessed with a lot of beautiful technology with our modalities. And so we just help people really tap back into really finding what self-care helps them because a lot for years now i've seen a lot of sickness in the body and that was me when the lord healed me in 01 that really awakened my passion people in a lot of pain and so again i think that's tied back into finding ourselves spirit soul and body so um we have a website called kingdomcomenow.org and um that's where you can connect with us it's a very simple work, but um, amazing things happen there. All right. And the, and we're going to be wrapping up in about 10 minutes here. So uh, let's go ahead and keep moving. Michael, go ahead. 
Yes, we're um, we I guess uh, I did since 2011 uh, mission work in Asia and started to just make YouTube videos walking around Taiwan and got on a podcasting network. But um, I'm still on this journey learning how to. Berlin's been actually teaching me just making classes, like kind of practically nailing down certain topics, and that's really what there's a huge demand for that trying to get into with uh, spirit wars show but also the spiritforce.com kind of touching in news and uh networking with different people um but i'll be honest like i don't even know where to start like the lord is just pouring things out dreams visions prophecies fellowship discipleship training everything and honestly like the the place i'm at right now is just we're just supposed to minister to the lord like there's too many voices and things and yeah, you know, family and homesteading out here in Big Island. If anybody wants to homestead, by the way, my wife just got her real estate flowing. So let us know. All right. Go to our website. I, I hope we get to come visit you uh, next year. But I'm sorry. I just don't even have time. Yeah, we're going to visit too. Um, but look, this is real. Like this is not like, oh, I've got a class or a book. I mean, I have classes and books. That's fine. And I love everybody else's, but this is real. Like we're actually going to meet Jesus and he was, the door is open today. Like no matter how messed up your life is. And somebody in the chat might feel like I'm not good enough. Like, yes, you are. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> like if he receives me, he can definitely receive you. And there's so much like, look at the diversity in this panel there's so many different kinds of superheroes and each one is necessary <laughs> all of us have something to offer that nobody else does so look at what that is if you're interested in uh, doing a podcast or um coming on uh, spirit wars you know send me an email on our website love you guys it was great to be here thank you michael love you too oh, man you've Double been salute. so awesome <laughs> uh derek i'll let you uh, uh say say it for yourself this time in his own um, words Yes, in his own words, because I left out the, the beats. Everyone's on the chat saying the beats, man, the beats. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I do music. I do spiritual hip hop and uh, put my faith in my music and, and experiences with everything that we're talking about here, you know, experiences with the Lord and, and worship and uh, angels and spiritual warfare and all that kind of stuff is all embodied within my music. Um, I put out a book uh, in the 2019 spirit realm and it kind of the same thing, angels, demons, spirits, and the sovereignty of God. And, and I, I find that you know, just looking for new ways to articulate these ancient truths, you know, and kind of revisiting them. And, you know, my big thing is, I know we're, we're transitioning into a new age, but like, I want some of the stuff that we forgot about, you know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff that was lost within the dark ages or taken away from yeah. us so that we don't have to wait for something that's coming. Like it's already here. Our ancestors yeah. had it. It's within our DNA. We watch movies such as Marvel and all of these supernatural thrillers. And, and it speaks to something within our core because uh, we have those abilities now to be able to tap into and not necessarily leave our body and travel outside to another dimension, but to go within and have access to those realms as well as we go within and commune with the Lord. So uh, I'm a, I call myself a Christian mystic because I believe that the Christian walk is the most mystical walk that you can step into this union with Christ and uh, who is the head of all principalities and so encouraging. So I just look for different ways through my podcast, music, 
art, creativity, uh, trying to articulate that message. And so I have my website's truthseeker.com, truth, S-E-E-K-A-H.com, and everything's there, book, podcasts, music, all that stuff. So go check me out. Awesome. Thank you, Derek. And then Christopher. As we say in Alabama, shalom, y'all. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I'm but <all> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm a, I'm a co-founder with Aria, my wife, and White and Kim Stevens with WhitestoneMinistries.org. Uh, our passion is just to bring the technologies of the world word into your spirit, so you can begin to co-create as a co-creator in Christ, and the realization. Uh, that as I grow in maturity in him, that no man does live to my, to himself, because as I as he is, so am I in the world. That means that my identity affects the world. So taking these technologies and growing in first love and knowing that as I begin to grow in the government of God, that everything I create carries the government that's within myself, within it. And it does affect the world. So any ministry, business, anything that you co-create outside of a vision of God carries that government that's within you, within it. So being able to take the technologies of the world and transform, not only transform yourself and strengthen foundations, but also terraform and change everything outside of you. So good. Now, Chris, uh, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? Uh, Whitestones217.org. Uh, I believe is the website. Okay, hopefully somebody can get that in the chat before we end up here. Okay, yeah. and then if we uh, just have a couple of minutes left before we go, I would. Well, I wanted to get up. Berlin in before we. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, then we'll be done. Go ahead, Berlin. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Um, you know, Gil, it's always just such an honor to be on with you guys, and, and I so appreciate all of your brilliance. Um, I have two sides of the house uh, that are kind of married and overlaid. So essentially, I'm a message architect and a spiritual engineer. So <laughs> what that means is I help um, coaches and consultants and speakers, influencers to design their business around the message on their heart. Who were they truly created to be and what do they really have to share based on their um, life experience and making their mess their message and then really monetizing it, creating a, a business model that not only takes territory for the kingdom, but creates the transformation in the world that they want to see in the people that they're sharing their story with. And then there's this overlay of super uh, of spirit-centered business with the supernatural. And we literally go into the business complex of heaven and we write out our establishing papers that your declaration of trade, your deed of commerce and trade, a building permit if you need it. We get signage permits. We get travel documents. We get whatever is needed for your business so that you're fully resourced and fully protected and you meet the assistance that God already has assigned to your business and make sure that you're flowing that way. And currently I'm working on a seven week challenge where we're, it's an inside job. We're building our structures on the inside of us, taking care of the stuff in our inner world, that intimacy and those things that, that need to happen in order for us to maintain the business. When, when God brings in the money, we don't want it to implode. We, we want to be able to handle what God gives us. And so that challenge is coming up and that's at spiritcenteredbusiness.com 
forward slash capacity. I do um, lie busting. I'm a, a certified lie buster and I lie bust businesses. And so we break off anything that is clinging to the business that's keeping you stuck or keeping you from being seen in your marketing. There's just a lot of spiritual stuff attached to businesses that we take care of and clean that all up. Spiritcenteredbusiness.com. Thank you, Berlin. I love you guys. You guys are all absolutely awesome, wonderful people. And um, just, I, I, I just appreciate the fact that you would continue to come on and be part of this and uh, just get the word out that it's better to love than it is to divide over some doctrine or teaching, <laughs> but that we can get together in love and enjoy one another, even though we may not believe the same. And it's fine. Heather, you had something you wanted to say. Yes, I just wanted to pick up again on what Michael said. I think, Michael, you have, have really hit something when you were talking about the people who might feel like uh, they're not worthy, they're not good enough to step into what, what Jesus has right now for us. And I just wonder, um, is it okay to, to invite Michael to do an activation before we go, Gil, for a minute? Absolutely. That... We, are, we are wrapping up. So I just in, in, uh, encourage everyone to, to get the word out and share this with people. And uh, I think Michael is hitting on something because I've, I've not been able to watch the full chats, but there's definitely some stuff going on here that I think would be uh, good to reach out to some of those people and the others that were going to come on and listen later. So, Michael, if you're willing, you want to uh, close us out with a, an, an engagement as well as uh, sharing something for those people and with those people to encourage them. Gil, before he hops on, may I say something real quick? Because I think and he's be, actually frozen. Yeah. <laughs> I think we would be amiss if we don't honor you for the platform that you have here that yes. allows for all of this to come together in the first place. So, sir, we honor you as well. And thank you for, for making this. It's a safe place. It's a fun place. It's a place where we can all express different uh, different things. And you're the one that, that has brought that and made that available. So thank you. We honor you, sir. Yeah. Honor to you. Love you guys. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. Okay, thank he's you. back. Are you back, Michael? Uh, you're muted. Oh, sorry. I was I was muted. There we go. Awesome. All right. Why don't you take it away and close us out, okay? All right. Well, um, I guess if that counts as a prayer, then uh, <laughs> or a blessing on everybody listening. Um, this is a yeah. this is a little window of heaven. We're um, engaging with more blessings than we can handle, and that's why we need eternity. And for anybody listening that doesn't feel worthy to step into this look i don't think any of us do i definitely don't but it's just the prodigal son every day as far as i'm concerned you know the, i just saw my father for the first time in 12 years or my father's house you could say and i didn't get a spanking i got my son here here is a, a the keys to the car here take this cell phone here you need this old we have like three houses in florida and i'm just, just like flabbergasted and that's the kind of spirit of coming into heaven and coming into this fellowship you guys are more than welcome it's more like your family i think i've spent more time hanging out with you guys than i have with my own family sometimes which is not always good but still it's like we're really <laughs> building a family here and 
the Lord is just like that. He's just, there's so much, it's like that vision that we had with Trump. It was like, you're going to get so tired of winning. You're going to be winning and winning and winning. And that's the spirit. We don't look for an earthly kingdom, but in the spirit of God and the kingdom, these kingdom talks are all about where you're getting more blessings and more winning and more goodness and more happy and more good things. And it doesn't matter even if things are not perfect in the physical, we're all about the spirit and the kingdom, the government of God. So just any, any time you feel down or like, oh, 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 yeah, oh, I screwed up or this is not right. Just father every day. And there's going to come a time very soon that he will be cast down. And then we're going to have a party because we're going to have power and strength to, you know, the dragon's going to come down to earth. It's going to be pretty bad for people that believe in the world system, but we will receive un hindered access and power physically but you can have that today and just listen to these all these things that people just posted on the like all these websites and get involved with these different activations and everything make that your feed turn off the notifications to your phone make a list of websites feed that are kingdom centered so that you're not using your phone to get depressed about whatever the fake government said on the earth it's not the real government and now everybody sees that the kingdom the king of kings his government is coming let's help each other keep that vision and learn all the things we can learn and and you guys are again not just welcome but you guys are family listening and i just feel the presence of the holy spirit as i say that amen hallelujah <laughs> awkward silence again okay. i don't know why thank you <laughs> hallelujah michael appreciate you so much you you bring a, a, a spice to the group okay. that uh that hey no one else was bringing that so thank you <laughs> comedic relief i just love I making fun put, of myself i put in the chat on on both facebook and on youtube you guys if you contact me why don't we just get her done let's just break this unworthiness bit off and get some freedom Let's just yeah. do a, a yeah. session. And so everybody contact me and we'll figure out when we can do this and let's just get her done. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening, all of you. And I encourage anyone listening to share this and uh, to like it. And if you haven't subscribed on YouTube to subscribe, uh, that way you will get notifications whenever we're doing anything live. And we have about four or five shows a, a week that are going out live. And um just encourage you to go to kingdomtalksmedia.com, check out what we're doing there, and also join us Sunday mornings. Every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time, we are live, and we usually have, you know, between Facebook, YouTube, and Zoom, uh, between 100 150 people that are on there, and we're engaging. I believe the great leaders of this next age are the ones that will pull from the body everything that the body has to offer and it's not a pulling like pulling teeth but it's just making sure that you recognize your value and that when you understand that you are bringing a valuable piece to the body i don't care what anyone else says to you or what spirit is whispering in your ear you are valuable and you're bringing that value to the body and we want to hear what you have to say we want to hear your questions and we want to just join together as one and understand that we love you and that you are loved. And so thank you all very much. Blessings, everyone. Thank you for being on. And we will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.